From Capital Analytics, I'm Abby Malone, and this is Invest Insights. Every week, we bring you perspectives, business advice, and more from the leading executives, entrepreneurs, and investors who are building, diversifying, and leading the way in the country's fastest-growing metro markets. Real leaders, real insights, right now. I'm joined today by Richard Ashworth, the president and CEO of Tivity Health. Thank you, Richard, for being here today. Well, thanks for having me. Well, let's begin. Your career spans over 30 years, including serving as the president of Walgreens, where you were responsible for developing the strategies and plans for all operations, including leadership, development, and management of business. How has all of your prior experience allowed you to successfully cultivate a culture of innovation and creativity within Tivity Health? That's a good question. I think, you know, the number one uh, kind of benefit of being in a retail or a customer, or of course, in Walgreens' case, a patient business is the importance of connectivity and really understanding your connection with your community, your people, and ultimately your your customers. And so I spent a lot of time as a, as a pharmacist working in stores and a cashier. And so I really understood the power of connection. And the drugstore counter is one, the pharmacist being available to them, and the humanness that is uh, required. And that really helped me to recognize the power of that and the importance of that. So after working in this space for a long time, I really love taking care of patients, uh, I love the inter- interactions, but I also saw areas of opportunity, right? How to make things better, how to innovate, how to drive the business forward. And so what I've done is I've tried to translate that humanness and that connection and the deep understanding with the customer and bring that into being an empathetic leader for people and bring that into new innovations and new uh, new services for them. And I've brought that to Tivity Health from, from Walgreens. Richard, you've taken a very member-centric, data-driven approach to improving healthcare regularly evaluating the current needs and wants of members. What would you identify as the most pressing demands from the aging population, and how is your organization using creativity to address those needs? Well, this was true before the pandemic, but the pandemic really just exemplified or exacerbated this to make it more of an issue. But seniors are particularly vulnerable in two ways. One is isolation, loneliness, and one is lack of physical activity. And so during this time, what we've been doing is really focusing on those experiences, those feelings, and helping seniors get the action that they need, the activity they need, and also the connections that they need to. And so we've done that through um, helping them with their habits. You know, what choices do they make? How they decide what to eat, who to hang out with, who to talk with, what to do with their time versus maybe sitting in front of the TV. Maybe we could go for a walk with a neighbor or instead of, you know, eating that uh, poor meal that was processed and not prepared, maybe you could do something where you could actually make your your own meal. So we really spent a, quite a bit of time through the pandemic, which had to be done virtually, which everyone always told us, well, you know, seniors aren't as virtually you know, capable. It's simply just not true. We've seen a growing demand for that. In fact, we did a pilot with one of our health plan partners where we hosted um, virtual social gatherings. So think about travel discussions or game days or book clubs, things like that, and really helping people establish new friendships. And they were doing that virtually. So it was very safe, obviously, for them to do that. And we used a partner called Stitch to help us do that. They create um, communities all across the country. Now, they also have live communities too, but during the pandemic, we restricted that part. But uh, once the pandemic is really behind us, we're going to open that up into the geography graphic side of it, coupled with the, the digital side of it. And we've also done that on learning too. So we've partnered with a company called Get Setup that uh, brings very specific experiences uh, to members for mental stimulation and mental enrichment. So helping people continue that lifelong thing we always do, which is to, to learn. So the, the platform has a ton of experiences on it. And we're looking at the impact of that. And that's why we're building out a team right now that is solely focused on helping 
seniors stay connected virtually. And we want to personalize that for them so that they can make the right choices on their healthcare journey. Yeah, I was going to say one of the th things I was thinking about as you were speaking about um, everything that you're doing is that it seems very personalized. You've taken that into special care. It's important because, you know, individuals have their own histories. And what's lovely about seniors is they have so much history. So they have tons of experiences where they've lived, what they've done, where they worked, who they know. And it's so, so much fun, actually. But if you try and treat all of them exactly the same, we're going to have a really diminished ability to get to get an impact with them. And so really understanding who they are and our platform takes that information in, learns the uniqueness about you, and then offers experiences that are specific, specific to your background. One of Tivity Health's brands, Whole Health Living Choices, is the nation's leading complementary and alternative medicine and discount network. What innovative strategies have been implemented by Whole Health to lead the way in improving healthcare access and reducing costs for patients? Well, we, we believe in physical activity, right? And the pharmacist side of me really loves this business because this business addresses pain. And pain is a significant barrier to physical activity. So if, you have, if you're living with chronic pain, your physical activity goes down altogether. And we all know this. It's well-documented. And it's a cycle that we have to break. And so what we do at Whole Health Living is we take physical medicine or integrative health to relieve pain. And that helps uh, encourage our health plan members to become more active than through our Silver Sneakers program. So what we do is chiropractic, acupuncture, physical therapy, occupational therapy. We even do speech therapy, therapeutic massage, naturopathy. All of these together come together to help members address their pain in a non-medicinal way, trying to prevent opioid addiction, trying to prevent surgery. And it's very cost-effective to help with a whole host of musculoskeletal conditions. And so this is the this is the main thing that Whole Health Living does, is that it addresses pain in a safe and effective and low-cost way that prevents some of the real uh, complications that come from opioid treatment or come from surgery. And Richard, what have been the most difficult challenges in improving access and controlling costs? Well, you know, <laughs> the number one issue is, is that uh, musculoskeletal conditions are one of the largest drivers to medical spending. But there's a gap in how people understand or accept what these health solutions do. You know, so when you talk to someone about naturopathy or chiropractic, one person may swear by it, another one may swear at it, right? So we're really trying to help people understand the education. So we're committed to enhancing medical education. That's not just for members, but that's also for, for providers too. And once someone sees the non-pharmacological options and the impact that they've had, we start to see a lot of people moving forward and addressing pain in this manner. So that's probably been our number one issue has been education. And as we round out our discussion today, what are some unique ways that you're fostering creative thinking across Tivity Health moving forward? Well, one of the things we always talk about in most organizations, and I've, I've led a very large one at Walgreens, you know, uh, with, with many, many team members and now Activity Health, which is a, a smaller organization, but it's actually the uh, true for both, which is how do you move from collaboration to cohesion? And that's what we're really working on right now. This is a way that I think will help us get creative thinking for sure, but also get speed, which is the other side of creative thinking that's so important because you might have the best ideas and people who really care about it, but if you can't get it to market quick enough or you can't put it together within your organization, it doesn't really you know, help too much. So from a company-wide standpoint, we're really focused on connecting and strengthening team relationships. And one of the things we do at Tivity Health is we have a predictive index. And so this is kind of a, an assessment of, about how each employee likes to get their work done and how they like to work with others. 
So it includes things like what, what types of engagements offend me, what kinds of engagements excite me, and team members all know what each other's predictive index are. And teams actually have a predictive index as well and how they operate. And this is something that we're using to help kind of break down the barriers where a lot of times organizations or definitely teams um, start to have a real uh, challenge in getting to that speed or getting to that collaboration. And so this is a very simple way that we have intentionally began to create interconnectedness between the teams. You've been listening to Invest Insights. Be sure to follow, rate, and review this podcast to hear more. I'm Abby Maloney. Thank you for tuning in.